Hello everyone, we have something very exciting to ask you before we get into the episode, so please do not skip this part. We are doing an episode that is going to be completely filled with submissions, nothing else. So please send us your crazy sex stories, anything you need advice with, any questions you have about sex, dating, relationships, or anything we've mentioned in any of the episodes. Tell all your friends if they have questions that you think they need a little bit of help with, they can send us something and it can be anonymous, it can be as long as you want, as short as you want, it can be written, it can be recording of your voice, literally anything you want, you guys decide and do not hold back, we are so excited, your submissions are always amazing and they make the podcast what it is, so we wanted to dedicate this to you guys and you can just decide what this episode is going to be like. Please go as soon as you can to send it to us on our Instagram, which is at sextraspodcast, or you can send us an email, which is sextraspodcast at gmail.com, or there is a form on our website where you can submit things anonymously. Our website is www.sextraspodcast.com, and you can also send us Uh, something not anonymously through another form on our website so yeah just go over there and check everything out send us your stories and keep an eye out for this episode which will be coming up in the next few weeks but in the meantime go catch up on all our other episodes there are 36 for you to catch up on and enjoy this episode bye and thank you so much sextras where we talk about sex and all the extras i'm honey and when i was younger (laughs) i was like seven i was like crying in the playground at school i can't remember why and this girl who i was like kind of friends with came up to me and she was like honey oh my god what's wrong and i was like okay i didn't want to tell her what was wrong obviously so i just made up a lie i was like don't tell anyone like you have to promise me you're not gonna tell anyone and she was like okay and I was like okay I'm a princess (laughs) (laughs) and then she believed it for ages I remember we talked about it like before I left the school and she was like wait you're not actually (laughs) obviously not (laughs) princess honey yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's cute (laughs) Hi guys, I'm Maria and I have really irregular periods. (laughs) Maria, you're so boring. I know, that's like who doesn't as well, you know, it's like not even a fact. Do you even get periods? Like surely you don't? No, I do now and it's like, I don't know, I didn't get them for a while and then now I just like get them all the time. My period is just really irregular, basically. That, hence the fun fact. My whole life is a lifelong period. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, for the last year. (sighs) Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, Honey and I were talking and we kind of did come to the realisation that we actually think this pandemic might have fucked us a bit more than we initially thought and said in in our other COVID episodes, so... Literally a couple of months ago, before (laughs) the 
the lockdown we're in now we were like oh everything's so great like we're just you know like nothing's really changed in our day-to-day lives we're fine I mean obviously apart from like my relationship but now we're like okay we kind of think we're a bit like fucked up (laughs) yeah I think I'm like fully fucked now I kind of didn't realize how much I've like how much I hate life now I guess (laughs) because you kind of we just slipped into it without even realizing like they kind of they sneakily brought us into this situation Mm. but I guess it's like also just reaching that point of like okay I can't do it anymore like it's reaching the point that is kind of like driving people pretty damn nuts yeah I just have absolutely no patience anymore for like anyone who's not following covid regulations because it's like it's because of you that we're still in this situation Mm. like honestly fuck off you're ruining everyone's lives yeah i'm sick of it (laughs) (laughs) no but yeah if anyone's like our age which i'm sure most of you are or like younger we hope you're doing okay and if you're not doing okay, that's also fine. Like, it's normal. I literally had, like, two mm. days last week where I was, like, just crying the whole day. Like, I literally couldn't stop crying. Yeah. So. It's, like, it do be hard out here for depressed people because it's kind of, like, okay, all I... Like, it's so hard to get out of bed. And, like, after a year of not really having to get out of bed, it's, like, now this is my new normal and it's, like, ugh. I just can't wait to like return to life and at least you know have the option to go out and not like engage in those plans yeah rather than just not having the option at all but yeah anyway little covid rant um yeah I mean I feel like it's good for us to talk about these things because a lot of the time we kind of just act like everything's okay and just like (laughs) yeah perfect and analyzing our relationships (laughs) but we're actually kind of a mess so yeah fully (laughs) reality check (laughs) 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 Uh, okay anyway moving on so in honor of yesterday being international women's day we're gonna talk about our female role models and like kind of hear from you guys what your role models were and also just talk about like how we thought women were growing up I mean we kind of touched on it in last week's episode but Mm -hmm. we just wanted to go more into like the kinds of representation we get in the media and like the differences and what we looked up to when we were younger versus now yeah and we thought it'd also be quite fun to just like talk about some cool ladies that we are into and that you guys are into and that everyone should get on to know who they are and shit you know let's just celebrate women (laughs) yes we should always celebrate women regardless of what day it is or what month it is we love women (laughs) (laughs) yeah okay well should we get into the well should we do maybe uh, who did you look up to when you were younger? We asked you guys. Yeah, let's do it. The first one is my first love's mum was pretty cool, not like other mums in any way. That's cute. Yeah, I like that. That sounds like a cool yeah. little story, you know? Yeah. 
I love like looking up to other people's moms. <laughs> it feels so deep. Like I feel like I'm cheating on my mom a little bit. Like when I really no, like someone else's like a, mom. <laughs> it's not actually your your mom though. It's more like a aunt, like a cool aunt or I don't know. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Well, actually, someone else said my mum, because she's really patient and good at dealing with people. Yeah, I agree with my mum. Same with my mum, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like if you don't look up to your mum growing up, that's kind of sad. Yeah, but true. understandable too. Mums aren't perfect, so, mm. yeah. Actually, little side note is... <laughs> um, I was listening to Emma Chamberlain's podcast yesterday... <laughs> and she was talking about adults and kind of how when you're younger you think that adults are just like perfect Mm. and you don't even question it and then as you start to get older you realize like oh fuck they have a lot of shit going on too but Mm. you still because it's so ingrained in you like from your childhood that parents like have no problems or they're just perfect you still get surprised by it and you still like hold them to this really high standard which is kind of yeah. unfair i guess yeah that's so true at an age that's so true because there's so many things that also you're like if it was happening to anyone else or like anyone else fucked up in that way you'd be like oh, okay well, allow it but like if it's your parents it's like some somewhat deeper for some reason even though they're yeah. like obviously just people <laughs> yeah and it's kind of like a cycle as well because I guess parents try, I mean, to to raise healthy children, you kind of do have to put your own life to one side or not to a side, but you kind of have to like disguise mm. it from the child so that they mm. can create their own thoughts and feelings about things. But then when do you like draw the line and mm. when is it okay to start being like, oh, but I do have my own life. That's what I worry about all the time. Yeah, I feel you. I don't know. We can, I guess we can ask our mums. Yeah, we'll ask our mums. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next one. Kira Knightley and Frida Kahlo because she was hairy. Lol. Yeah, big up. <laughs> That's weird. Kira Knightley. Interesting one. Yeah, Kira Knightley. Why? <laughs> Wait, no. <laughs> don't hate on Kira. <laughs> She's so annoying. <laughs> I liked her in Pride and Prejudice. When I watched that when I was younger, I was like, oh, she's so cool. <laughs> is that even her? I don't even know no, if that's it is, her. It is, I'm getting it doubts is. if that's her. No, it is, it is. Okay. But to be fair, I actually watched a film recently, which is very relevant to Women's Month, called Miseducation, I think, and she's in that. It's, like, about the women's liberation movement in the 70s and it's really good she's really good in it so i would recommend Mm. next one is tracy fucking beaker i (laughs) love tracy beaker with a passion (laughs) would you say she was a role model for you she's definitely not a role model in any way I always thought she was really annoying. She is. Like, her mum fucked her <laughs> up. I mean... Poor Tracy. <laughs> poor girl. But have you seen they did a, a comeback for Tracy Yeah, I Mika? did see that. I have to watch it. I keep bugging my mum to watch it. <laughs> also, I love Jacqueline Wilson. And I found out the other day that she's gay. I didn't know that. I feel like I, I knew that. I looked up to Jacqueline Wilson when I was younger. Yeah. I, those books 
me in my life. <laughs> yeah, she was quite a legend in the in the library, I remember. I always think about children's books and I'm like, those books were like on another level. If I read a book <laughs> that was like on the same level as a children's book, but an adult version, like someone needs to do that. <laughs> I feel like they just don't have the same thrill as when you're younger. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 I get you. <laughs> but yeah. But how do you recreate the thrill of being young? You have to keep your inner child alive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay, moving on. Okay. Um, <laughs> someone said uh, Charlize Theron because she has real acting range and she got to play a range of roles and lots of action i don't think i knew who she was when i was younger to be honest she's really good in bombshell i see like looking up to an actress that's like just in every movie and like she gets to do like cool roles Mm -hmm. as well not just the like love interest kind of thing whatever yeah Mm. that's true she's quite cool like, I think she's cool now, but I she, I definitely, like, wouldn't have known who she was until, like, a year mm. ago. <laughs> <laughs> the next one is um, Mary Shelley. She was one of the first women writers I read that wasn't writing about romance. Oh, what a babe. I love Mary Shelley. I literally have a book up there that's all about Mary Shelley and Mary Wollstonecraft. It's fat. I don't know when I'll ever read that book, but (laughs) I love her. Yeah. She lost her virginity on her mom's gravestone. That's a fun fact. That's cool. (laughs) Yeah, that is cool. (laughs) But also a bit fucked up. Yeah, she's a great writer as well. She wrote Frankenstein when she was 18. Like, that's fucking insane. Yeah, shame it's so boring. (laughs) 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 No, I'm kidding. Obviously, it's an amazing story that has survived through the ages, obviously. I'd like to see you write. The equivalent of Fracken- Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's actually quite sick that a woman wrote it when you think about it. Like, when I found that out, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's so famous. Mm. Like, that's the that's the kind of book that you would know about from such a young age and not even really... I mean, obviously, you wouldn't read it when you're younger, but it's great. Okay, moving on from Mary Shelley. Next one lisa riley on strictly she was one of the first times i'd seen a fat woman just absolutely boss a physical activity Mm. yeah it's so true like i feel like they never show like fat people doing sport and it's like obviously fat people also exercise like they're also people like (laughs) it's so ridiculous imagine how many people would feel better about themselves if they Mm. like had that even idea in their heads that it was something that they could do instead of like shaming people and being like yeah okay next one pippy longstocking because she could do anything (laughs) yes i literally loved pippy longstocking when i was little too i used to like try to make my hair turn to the sides like that like her hair would go and when i cut it really short it actually did turn to the sides it was kind of, it was kind of cute, and I was like, "Ah, Pippi Stocking." I don't um, even, I can't even picture what her hair looks like. She has like 
ginger plaits that like turn upwards oh yeah yeah, yeah. that's so mm. weird i was so not i feel like there are different illustrations of her and that's not the illustration i have of her in my head oh oh that's weird i didn't know that yeah isn't that weird mm. okay the next one lily's saying because she was brown lol yep yeah I mean, again, representation. Literally, please, can the world just fix this problem? It's so simple, especially in, like, cartoons mm. and shit like that. I agree. Next one. A few people say, said Jane Goodall. Yeah, I didn't know who yeah, this was. I had to look it was. up. But now we know. And she's British. I thought she would be American, because I was like, oh, it just sounds like the kind of person American people would, like look up to but she's british so good to know yeah now we know it's uh, another cool woman yeah i have to like broaden my horizons <laughs> to more british women <laughs> but speaking of british women the next one is emma watson yeah i i reckon a lot of girls did because you know she was hermione i definitely did i genuinely thought that i was hermione like i loved her so much but you know i saw that she's apparently never gonna act again oh really yeah she's so cool i don't know because she wants to focus on her like un career is that what she does i don't even know but she's another amazing role model yeah she's a cool yeah she's a cool like that glow up harry potter until you're like old enough then you go to brown university and then you become speaker for the UN. Yeah, what a legend. Like, that is true character progression. <laughs> yeah. Okay, next one. My mom, sister, and aunties. That's cute. Yeah. Loads, quite a few people said, like, their mom, sister, auntie, like, that kind of thing. Yeah. I relate. I definitely looked up to, like, my mom mm. and my aunt and my grandma cute cute indeed well we also asked what women inspire people now and we got a few other answers should we go through them yes i'm excited for these ones this is like showing the the growth (laughs) changes and yeah the growth and when you like start to realize that people are actual like humans apart from how they look The first one is, my younger partner, she is amazing in so many ways. That's nice. Yeah, that's really cute. Someone else said, Ashley Graham, because she's fucking amazing. I love her. She's so cool. Yeah, I do love her. She she do be a bad bee. And she has such cool clothes and her personality is just like... I want to be friends with her. (laughs) The next one is Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez because she's unapologetically fighting for what she believes in. So true. Love her Mm -hmm. so much. She's on my list too. Yeah. To be honest, so many of these people are on my list too. Yeah. (laughs) Someone else said Michaela Cole... Because she's simply a fucking genius, probably the voice of a generation. Definitely is the yeah. voice of a generation. Yeah, she's definitely in mine. She She's so sick. She it, is a genius, I agree. 
<laughs> yeah, she's so smart and like she, I think her insights on things are so interesting. Even like if you haven't listened to the Louis Theroux podcast with her, you should go listen to that because I mean you can kind of tell her thoughts on things based on her pro like her TV programs and her writing, but she just like talks mm. about everything in a really interesting way. So we love Michaela Cole. <laughs> Yeah. The next one is Greta, I'm guessing Thunberg, and Malala. Gen Z are out here doing what the boomers couldn't. Heroes. Yes. <laughs> yes. So true. Greta is. Yeah, what a queen. Yes, <laughs> baby. So proud of you. <laughs> and Malala as well. Like, oh, so amazing. Like, imagine being that young and just being like so fucking ballsy and actually like getting your word out and shit like we constantly talk about how it's so hard to get your voice out there blah 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 as a woman but yeah they're like kids yeah Greta is just like she was 16 when the when she started becoming famous and she speaks at all these climate change conventions and she turned down an award because she's like, no, fuck you, you're not doing enough. Like, (laughs) what? Yeah. Like, they're kids and they're women and they got, like, their voice to be heard by the entire world. Like, what the fuck? That's sick. They're amazing. (laughs) Okay, next one. Josephine Baker, a bisexual entertaining spy for the French resistance who adopted kids from a range of cultures and races. She's a bloody icon. Also stylish as fuck. Biconic. <laughs> She's so cool. <laughs> She's so cool. Ugh, what a babe. Biconic. And <laughs> biconic. <laughs> just like, she just set the precedent for so many people that came after and love her literally as well just like decided america wasn't for her like big fuck you to america you're racist as fucked and just like dipped to france (laughs) okay next one alison hammond honestly the second coming warm funny and infectious everything i actually don't know who this is neither do i should we look it up oh she's a journalist tv presenter and actress she was in big brother Oh, I see. But she looks cool. <laughs> Her latest tweets are, fat friends are the funniest. I know this because I'm your fat friend and I'm bloody hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay, and the last one is Jacinda Arden because she showed everyone the power of socialism in action and maternity in office. What an icon. Very yeah, good. big up female politicians she looks really cool yeah okay well thank you guys for sending us the people that you looked up to when you were younger and the well no not the people the women that you looked up to when you were younger and the women that you look up to now we love celebrating women and recognizing them for their achievements mm-hmm Okay, so Maria, tell us, please, who your role models were growing up. 
growing up i'd say my role models were like when i guess when i was really young it was all the disney princesses but mostly sleeping beauty and belle sleeping beauty because she was blonde and you know the prettiest <laughs> so obviously <laughs> <laughs> and so you aspired to be something that you already were <laughs> yeah a princess um and I love strawberry shortcake too yeah so I kind of just wanted to be like a princess and like I love the dresses and the hair and oh my god I also loved Bratz dolls for a while I was always like really into like the whole I don't know whoever was like the pretty fashionable but like those (laughs) (laughs) those things Uh but I also remember that it was always like the blonde character like it was always sort of the one that looked like me and that character I guess was always the pretty popular girl and whatever so I remember like thinking in my little child head like oh cool like the the blonde girls like are the popular pretty ones so I'll always be like the popular and pretty one so that's a cute little white privilege moment that I had when I was little that's so deep yeah (laughs) yeah it's really sad because like what about all the other girls and like all the other people yeah it's so fucked up I don't understand (laughs) what about when you were little well I wasn't really allowed to watch that many Disney things and I wasn't allowed Disney Channel after I was seven because my mum banned it because she said it was making me like attitude-y <laughs> and I was never allowed Bratz dolls either but I definitely still looked up to like the pretty people or the person in a show that I thought was like the most pretty and the most fashionable so I guess that's quite a common trope when you're younger you kind of mm. just think that being pretty means that they're someone to aspire to, which is kind of fucked up. <laughs> but then when I was like 10, I started reading Harry Potter and then I was obsessed with Hermione Granger. I literally thought I was Hermione mm-hmm. Granger. So I guess that's probably the first <laughs> person that sticks out as being a positive role model aside from being pretty Mm -hmm. like someone who was actually smart and achieved stuff and had more depth to their character than just being like this one-dimensional person (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. I completely agree I actually I also remembered I was obsessed with Jessie you know from Toy Story like the, the female cowgirl but she like in the end had to have like Buzz Lightyear as like her little love interest, yeah. and like I don't know, she always just seemed like the the female Woody, you know. Uh-huh. So that kind of sucked. But I loved Jessie. I loved her. Yeah. So I guess she was kind of cool because she was a cowgirl and stuff. But then I don't know. I always remember like making. I had a Woody and Jessie doll play and making them kiss and whatever. And even though they're not like a couple in the thing, I always remember like the girl always had a boyfriend or a prince or it had to be saved and whatever. So I remember, like, I really saw myself as that. I was always like, yeah, the girl is always, like, the 
princess or the girlfriend mm-hmm. that needs to find the love at the end. Yeah, that's so annoying. And they do that with Hermione as well. Why didn't they just leave them as friends? Yeah, but it's not like she has to be saved, at least. Yeah, no, that's true. And I'm happy that they did it at the end, because then at least, like, she gets to be her own person before it's, like, even a thing, you know? So true, and it's kind of the other way around. Like, Hermione's saving Ron, so... That makes me happy. <laughs> Not that anyone should have to be yeah. saved. Like, it should just be equals. But it's still pretty good, I think. But I was going to say, actually, mm. having said that, that I did have a bell dress that I always used to wear. And I always used to dress up as a princess, like, every single day. Or a fairy or something. <laughs> oh, I was obsessed with Tinkerbell, I think, for a bit. And Wendy from Peter Pan. I always used to dress up as Wendy from Peter Pan. But, like, the real action one. I just thought she was really cool. I don't really know why. What, just wearing a little nighty? Yeah. And like the <laughs> I, I drew Ivy on this nighty that I had because she had Ivy like wrapped around her and I took this thimble with me to school because you know how they're like, a thimble is a kiss. <laughs> and I always used to just walk around with it and then one day I lost it and I was really sad. I don't know what that means, but... That's something that I did. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so that's what life was like when I was younger. And oh, I used to watch Am I High. And the first couple of seasons of Am I High, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but the OG Am I High was so good. It was this show on CBBC. No, I've never seen it. For anyone who doesn't know. About these kids in a high school that were spies and they met secretly in like the basement of their high school to have these spy meetings and the one one of the girls in it I was obsessed with her and that made me really want to be a spy and I used to make my friends like meet me outside this door in our primary school because I was like we're gonna go to the spy room <laughs> and they never came <laughs> and I was so upset <laughs> That's so mean. Because I thought we were going (laughs) to discover the spy basement in our school. (laughs) (laughs) But what about when you got older then? Who did you look up to? I guess when I got older, it started being singers and stuff like that because I wanted to be a singer. So... Same. (laughs) (laughs) So... I loved Katy Perry for a while. I was never a huge Taylor Swift fan when I was younger, but obviously love her now. But I guess you can talk about Taylor Swift. Yeah. (laughs) I definitely have a lot to say. (laughs) (laughs) But I love Taylor Swift now. Like, literally, I would say she's definitely one of my role models now. But yeah, I guess what other singers did I like when I was little? Like Lana Del Rey... Amy Winehouse, Adele. Like, I loved singers with huge voices. Yeah. Do you not think Lana Del Rey is such a problematic role model? When I think about all the time that I spent, like, (laughs) singing her songs and being all emo, I'm like, that was so fucked up. She just sings about, like, being depressed and her, like, dead boyfriend (laughs) the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) yeah I know but I remember when I was like around 14 listening to her and being like wow like her songs are so deep and her lyrics like wow I just really want to like live a life like this one day like no real pain like (laughs) 
That's what I thought too. That's why I'm saying it's so fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know, right? But I don't know. I guess I looked up for her for songwriting reasons. So I guess that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. We'll let you um, get away with that. <laughs> I've always looked up to Frida Kahlo a lot. And other female artists like Tracy Emin. I love female artists that specifically like paint about the female body or like female experience or like Frida Kahlo, like all her self-portraiture and like autobiographical kind of nature of all her work. It's like, I don't know, I've always really liked it because it, I just feel like it's super truthful about female experiences and in a way that it's like giving voice to a lot that is like usually taboo. So I've always really loved her for that. And obviously, like, she's a bicon as we, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously loved her for that. And, like, it's cool that she's a super well-known Mexican woman. Like, that makes me feel, like, really empowered. And, like, love the unibrow, love the hairiness. Like, teaching women that it's okay to, like, be yourself and look the way you look and it's not about that it's like about what you can put out into the world yeah and all that shit so yeah Frida Kahlo like definitely for years like since I was quite young those are the ones I can think of now what are what are some from like when you were a bit older I guess I already said Taylor but (laughs) (laughs) yeah Taylor Swift was probably one of the first people like in my teenage years or whatever when I was 11 or 12 I started getting into her and I just remember Mm. hearing her story of how she like went to all the record labels in Nashville with her little demo when she was like 13 and I was like oh my god I'm nearly 13 (laughs) and like asking all the people to make her record for her and how everyone said no but then she finally got someone too and she had so many albums as well at that point already and she was only like one year older than we are now which is crazy and Mm. yeah I just like loved her voice and I I think she's a really good role model for like young girls because she's a good mix Obviously, she sings a lot about heartbreak and stuff. But again, I really looked up mm-hmm. to her for being a songwriter. And her early songs are really like fantasy land kind of mm-hmm. vibes. Like the music videos and stuff. I just thought that was <laughs> amazing. Yeah. <laughs> like the music yeah, video so for our song. And we are never getting back together i just thought that was the best thing in the world (laughs) (laughs) yeah and like i remember hearing her songs and like talking about all these love stories and like the music videos and stuff and like even if it was before i could relate or whatever like we were kind of too young at the time that those songs were coming out and stuff like it still kind of was like i don't know she just paints this like really cool cute picture and like hopeful picture of this fantasy yeah yeah and it wasn't like she was the victim in any way she's very much like empowered and Mm. she's the the, i remember the song picture to burn she's like (laughs) (laughs) talking about how she's gonna steal his pickup truck or whatever (laughs) and i was like oh taylor you legend (laughs) (laughs) 
so yeah Taylor Swift and then I guess the next person after that was Lena Dunham I was just obsessed Mm. with everyone Taylor Swift was friends with I think that's how I even started liking Lena Dunham and then Mm. I watched Girls with my mom and that was like my feminist awakening I was like (laughs) just opened my eyes to this whole new world Mm. and also she's just an amazing writer we've both read her book and listened to her podcast and she's just like the voice of her generation as she says (laughs) in girls (laughs) yeah lena dunham for sure and like i love i don't know now a days like she's speaking up so much about her health and like endometriosis yeah. and so many women's health issues and like fertility issues and shit that like honestly she's so brave for like talking about it so openly yeah. and like bringing a voice to those issues that like so many people don't even fucking know yeah. exist and i think her and Taylor Swift have both gotten so much negative attention from the media as well. They've both mm. overcome that negative attention that was pretty much unwarranted, like completely unwarranted mm-hmm. on both their parts. And they've both, I don't know, I feel like I've watched both of them grow mm. over the last decade, which is weird to think about. <laughs> but <laughs> they've developed so much and we've kind of watched them grow up and I think that's that was something for me to look up to 10 years ago and now it's like even more real that we're in our 20s and at the stage that kind of they were then when they were getting all that attention yeah and like I want to have that path of growth that they've had (laughs) over the last 10 years what about do you have any new ones now? Because I definitely have a few. Well, actually, one that I thought of is Lily Allen. I also didn't really, like, know that much about Lily Allen until, like, a few years ago and stuff. But, yeah, I love Lily Allen. She's great. She just came out with a vibrator, which is really cool. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, she. I love her music. And, like, again... I feel like it's a theme with the people I admire this whole like just speaking about the truth and like the way it is and she's so like no bullshit and so just does what she wants and she's been through a lot and like yeah I guess went through a period of like doing what she wants to an extent that was like fucked up or whatever and like came back from it and I don't know she like is so honest and vulnerable and so strong and yeah like really open about her sexuality about motherhood about like all things being a woman and yeah she's a really cool Mm. gal for sure what about you agreed tell us about your crushes well i guess mine are more political kind of people (laughs) like i love alexandria ocasio-cortez as i already said i think she is Mm -hmm just really proving that you can be fashionable and smart and a politician Mm -hmm. and speak back against all of these societal issues while being a woman, like a very young woman relatively to politics who is kind of just changing the game. And I wish we had an equivalent in the UK that young girls now could look up to that I could have looked up to like not fucking Theresa May because honestly (laughs) is that really 
the standard that we're at I mean no (laughs) I don't think so so yeah definitely Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and yeah just writers like Bell Hooks Angela Davis reading their work and learning about them the last few years (laughs) has been yeah just life-changing I feel like I've learned so much from them and they're just incredible writers as well yeah I think writers have always (laughs) been like something to look up to because that is a career that many women have if you get what I mean like when you're younger like when I was younger I looked up to Jacqueline Wilson and all those like that Mm. and then it's consistent throughout your life like now as I said bell hooks that's a completely different thing but (laughs) she has such an interesting perspective and Angela Davis her history is amazing and she's just incredible so yeah I love them but something that we were talking about the other day which I think is kind of interesting is that we both I mean if you've listened to this podcast you know I'm writing my dissertation on WAP so (laughs) I'm very into that and I love Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion I think they're just incredible musicians and they clearly are examples of people that just give absolutely no fucks about what anyone else thinks they're just doing Mm -hmm. whatever they want to do but I think what's interesting with them and people like Lily Allen is that they are very open about their sexuality and you know obviously we're a sex and relationships podcast so (laughs) what do you think about (laughs) I guess role models being sexual like do you think you can be a role model and be sexual (laughs) well I think like there's obviously extremes right like I'm not saying that I think five-year-olds or whatever should be watching like really sexual videos of girls like half naked dancing and hearing them like swear and talk about how they're gonna like fuck their man right or whatever (laughs) same as but same as I don't think that they should be hearing like rap artists that are male talking about like fucking that bitch or whatever you know what I mean (laughs) like it goes both ways so Obviously, I don't think that, but, like, I was kind of trying to think, okay, what are some, like, women that I admire because they're, like, really openly about, like, open about their sex life and all of these things. I don't know. Like, there are quite a lot of women that nowadays that do that. There are a lot of sex podcasts, for instance. Like, literally people that are dedicated to just talking about that. Yeah. So that's obviously amazing. But I think there's a huge thing that if women are seen as like overly sexual or like trying to relay like a sexual message or whatever it's like oh that's not appropriate which a lot of the backlash to WAP is like oh they they're like using sex yeah for this and like they can't be using their sexuality for this and like oh it's not appropriate for girls to see this but I don't think really that's the issue because I think that we need to be able to see those things. Like everyone kind of needs to be able to do whatever they want and like sex shouldn't be seen as something that should be hidden. Yeah. Like for sure. I think that if every if it was like way more out in the open, even for like young girls and young people, like I'm not saying children, but 
from a young age like people should be exposed to it because it's not something that's wrong it's not something that's dirty yeah and that's giving it that image like i think it should be something that everyone should be able to express and through their art through their music and i think it would have been like really sick to hear a lot more about it growing up and yeah that women are sexual and like can be sexual and want to be sexual and that is good and healthy isn't yeah and it's not like slutty or whatever you know what I mean yeah I get what you mean and I think a lot of the time as well it's like there's a double standard like white women Mm. can get away with it because Mm. they're white but Megan the Stallion and Cardi B they can't but Cardi B is a mom as well I think people forget that like Beyonce and Cardi B they're showing that you can be a mom and wife and a loving mm. wife and a loyal wife and be <laughs> a sexual successful woman mm-hmm. and it's not anything bad actually I did want to say like while you were saying that is that <laughs> Cardi B posted that video of her like dancing to WAP on her Instagram and then culture who's had water comes like running into the room she's like no 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 no! get out get out <laughs> and everyone's been like criticizing her about it because they're like you don't even want it your own daughter to hear it and that's like what everyone's been talking about is they don't want their kids to hear it but she's like yeah i didn't make the song for my daughter did i my yeah, daughter and who's also, three it's a child yeah it's a- exactly <laughs> like there are so many things that are like like for instance, like parents that are on. Sorry, stick with, stay with me with this example because <laughs> it's not that relevant. But like parents, like being on TikTok and whatever, and like not letting their kids have social media, yeah, and then being like, oh, that's so hypocritical. But it's like, no, because social media is not for a child. Okay, once they are like old enough, then yeah, sure. Like swearing, swearing. Everyone fucking swears and Mm -hmm. no one's going to start saying like, oh, no one should ever swear ever again. Like, but you do tell a kid, oh, don't swear. And that's because kids shouldn't be doing it. Like fucking watching the WAP music video or listening to it or whatever. Like, yeah, we're not we're not saying like, yeah, everyone should just like live in a sexualized world. Like kids Mm -hmm. should just be like exposed i mean even i don't know that's like a whole other debate like we're not parents but (laughs) we're not saying what to do to your kids but the point is it's like there is a time and a place for things and like just because we're saying it's okay for a woman to be sexual and put these like sexual things out there or whatever we're not saying oh it's to show your kids and you have to like sit your kids down and make them watch it like (laughs) Or like every, it's we're not even saying it's for everyone, but yeah. nothing is for everyone. <laughs> like yeah, there's literally the nothing that is for everyone. It doesn't mean that it's okay, it's wrong or right to do it yeah. just because you don't like it. And she said as well, like when culture's older, I will sit her down and be like, "Look, mommy made this. This is." Mm work that I did that I'm proud of and that's nothing to be ashamed of and I think that's like a healthy way to do it you don't have to act like this is some big massive thing that your kid can't watch because then obviously they're gonna want to watch it and then they'll be doing it but you could even if they see it by mistake you could be like okay well this is something that Cardi B made but she's a woman (laughs) who's you know in her 20s and maybe one day you want to express yourself in that way too but that's not how you Mm. should act now because it's not appropriate because 
of how young you mm. are and like I am in two minds about whether you should not talk about sex or teach kids about sex from a young age but obviously I do think like that would change if I actually had kids of my own and saw them copying the WAP dance I would probably think differently about <laughs> it you know but yeah again I think just going back to the whole role model thing is that yeah like you said I wish there was more in the way of women expressing their sexuality when I was younger I mean Beyonce definitely did that I remember watching Beyonce and Shakira their music video when I was like eight (laughs) and being like wow what is this but that didn't mean that I started grinding on all the furniture and like (laughs) touching my ass I was just like fascinated by it I was like oh this is cool you know I think it's a good example to set that women like just to get it into kids' heads that that is how they can act mm. in future, they're not going to necessarily think that that's how they have to act then. I think it's really important to have like a good mixture of people and multiplicity of female role models, not just princesses and not just like white blonde haired <laughs> women. You know? <laughs> yeah, no, a hundred percent. And like, I guess that's kind of what we see in the media. Mm -hmm. But, like, even just around us and in terms of, like, other careers and stuff, I guess so much of what we see is, like, either a male-dominated industry. So it's kind of like, okay, that's not for me. Or a woman being criticised because she's not doing it right for some... Like, for example, like, female politicians being talked like when they talk about their clothes and like not wearing the right clothes or whatever like basically women going through shit in (laughs) male-dominated industries or women just doing a very narrow range of jobs like authors in which case they're probably faceless in your mind you just read their books (laughs) and that's how you think of them or Mm. like your teachers or your mum or whatever yeah or like like nurses yeah there's a lot of factors that go into those things obviously it's not just I don't know it's not just okay well let's just tell girls that they can be anything and that's that and whatever because I think if you don't see it then you find it hard to believe it or like chase it or see it as something that you Mm. can do yourself so obviously it's like amazing having all these women to look up to like they are out there and like women can do everything that men can and obviously we just have to work towards sort of like evening out those demographics in terms of how many men versus women there are in like in loads of types of industries i agree like representation is so important women across different careers politicians spies scientists (laughs) in the arts as well and then yeah it's so important for different body shapes to be represented different skin Mm. colors different religions backgrounds classes everything you know it's just like let's just stop putting forth this one idea of like what everyone should be and being like yeah this is what you have to aspire to and like making half the population feel bad for not being able to live up to that like how ridiculous is that Mm. that that's even a thing that we do (laughs) you know (laughs) it's weird because 
obviously having role models isn't everything like it's not just about the people you can look up to because also like I have plenty of male role models like it's not Mm -hmm. just about oh if I don't see a woman doing that job then it means it's not for me and that's that that's not really what we're trying to say obviously it's just more about like trying to I don't know get across the importance of like representation Mm -hmm. and talk about sort of the kinds of women that we can count as role models and sort of thinking about that what makes a female role model like maybe examine the role models that we have set for ourselves and what that means like what it does what is that saying yeah and also it is just like psychologically sociologically proven that we base our identities off of the people that we have physically and virtually potentially available to us in the world so like Mm. obviously everyone most people look up to their moms and their dads and their female relatives but we also look up to famous people which is why it's so important especially if they do have such a massive platform that they have the voice to be able to spread messages that's why I have like so little respect for influencers and people like that who have such a big following but they're just not even using it for anything good or beneficial they're literally just using it to be pretty and like make money like what are you doing in the world what do you contribute (laughs) nothing yeah true like it's kind of weird that now that influencer culture is like so prevalent now that it's at this most important it's like when people are just not really using it it's like even more just about being pretty and shit it's kind of ironic but (laughs) there are also lots of people doing their bit to be fair and like trying their best yeah and that's a good thing about social media as well like on the flip side is you might be seeing all these influences but if you are actively looking for good role models they are just automatically available to Mm. you and it's accessible and I think it's making the younger generations way more aware of the ways they can be rather than it's just what your parents let you look at or listen to or whatever because then we wouldn't really go anywhere in the world. (laughs) No offence to our parents, but, you know, we are the change. We are the future. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I think we covered some good stuff and like I hope you guys maybe learn of some new role models you can look at and learn about or you're like reevaluating the people that are your role models maybe I don't know not saying you have to or you should but (laughs) we hope we just like made you consider what you see as a role model or like an acceptable woman to look up to whatever that means because everyone's just doing their best really yeah and i guess more than anything we're glad we got to talk about some women today on international women's day or the day after i guess but (laughs) yeah we hope you guys have like a great international women's day too and if there's any other female role models or any cool women that you guys didn't get a chance to tell us about then definitely message us on instagram at sexist podcast or send us an email which is sexist podcast at gmail.com 
or go on our website and send it to us through there. That's www.sexwithpodcast.com. Or you can tell us on Facebook, which is Sex yeah. Podcast. But other than that, definitely just like share it with everyone. Share it with all your friends. Subscribe. You can leave us a review as well. And other than that, I guess we will just see you next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Sextras, presented by Honey Jane Wyatt and Maria Jose Hayodatiyi, produced by Mabel Productions. Sex.